and want wine for yeah. some reason. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> That's what I'm smelling with my tiny nostrils. Good. Now it's all it's all balanced on there. The balancing and, uh, act. Oh, that was such good flip action. I don't know. Next time we look at, I should get a video because the cheese. Oh, so good. It's bubbling. It's so good. I can't. Oh yeah, it's good. Good stuff. It's working. I really feel like I'm finally giving back to my community in a productive way. Yeah. Like, what were they missing? They were missing tiny foods. They, absolutely. I'm and so glad you introduced this to me. Tiny bit of absurdity is what everybody needs. I feel like they didn't know that that they needed it until we were here providing them with tiny entertainment. I didn't even know that this was an, a thing until you told me about it. And I was like, how has this been existing all my life? And I didn't know about it. That I actually had the equipment. People and were I, making tiny foods for a long time, but it was before everyone had cameras in their pockets. It's like police brutality. It's been happening the whole time, but until everybody had a camera to show off, hey, this is what's been happening, people were like, oh, tiny kitchens. Now I get it. Now I'm like, I could have had a tiny kitchen this whole time. Oh, I forgot to film the flip action. Oh, it's nice. You're, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good flipping job. The tiniest flip you would ever see. It was so adorable. So adorable. I can barely think of the words to fill the air time with how adorable it was. It is even. It's still it's still cooking. Adorable. It's still the tiny steak. Tiny I'm going to live forever in the memory of radio. Kamikaze quesadilla. We're doing it. It's crazy. We're crazy. Crazy go nuts. What are we going to make next week on Tiny Kitchen? I don't know. Tiny pancakes? I mean, we could try it. I just have to get the right tiny batter because I was trying to figure it out today with the eggs. And I'm like, how do we take a tiny bit of egg? Do I like take an egg and mix it up and then use a little like tiny little syringe? I thought we were going to use crusties. Yeah, well, that I guess that I one's only water. And so then we can do it. Yeah. It doesn't need any egg at all, which would be ideal and then we can have the tiny stove still making tiny bacon oh yeah yeah uh if you're listening we need quail eggs they're the <laughs> tiniest eggs we, we also need any tiny tiny cooking equipment like we need a little spatula right now we're using yeah. tools a little spatula would be nice some more tiny dishes if somebody wants to loot a dollhouse for us we need we need more tiny kitchen gear We can make tiny burgers. We were thinking about making tiny burgers and tiny french fries, but we need to learn how to make the consistency of the fire good enough to deep fry, but I think we're working on it. This is a good first step. We deep fried some nachos. Trying to get this off the pan. We have a little, the cheese melted so well that we have a little. I'm so glad that the band came to play for us because last time it was a little quiet in between our tiny um, adventure. Having the tiny smooth jazz. Oh, I made him shy. They had a break for a second. Like, oh. Here's another tiny quesadilla. All right, more tiny cilantro on that. And there we go. All right. Oh, do you have a tiny poem? No, no, political. That's fine. Is fine. Yeah, it's free we can speech. Do political. It's a free speech zone. 
I, uh, before that, let me do the, my tiniest favorite poem. It's a haiku. And uh, it's, the secret is knowing the difference between butterflies and trash. Do you know the tiny, the short story, the six-word story by uh, Ernest Hemingway? What's that? What is that? I don't uh, know. It's um, for sale, baby shoes never worn. Ah yes. Very sad, sad short story. Okay, this is a little poem. It's it's pretty short. It's not the shortest poem ever. All right, here we go. There's weird shit in why I believe Tara Reid. The horse thing, for example. Scamming a nonprofit to get medical care for a beat-up old horse is exactly what a rape survivor would do. <laughs> wow. Okay, That's so amazing. This, is, this is very funny because the kids were telling me about Tara Reid. I teach these kids. And they're saying Tara Reid, Tara Reid, and Joe Biden, Tara Reid. And I was like, when did Tara Reid make a comeback after Sharknado? I was like, I thought that Sharknado was her comeback. I didn't know that she'd gotten into politics or what she'd done. And the kids are looking at me and they're like, what's Sharknado? And I was like, we're talking about Tara Reid, right? And the teacher says to me, oh, it's a different, it's spelled differently. It's a different Tara Reid. And I was like, oh, I honestly thought that we were talking about like American Pie Tara Reid. Yeah, I couldn't believe. I just thought that was so funny. But it's, ter- I mean, it's terrible. We should definitely believe people when they say that uh, nefarious things happen to them. Why would we not believe them? Why would they lie? Why would people lie about that? I, I don't know. They're, you know, believe, believe people's stories. Yeah, you can always prove someone innocent in court or whatever they say. I've got a, I've got a tiny poem. As I pull the dangling turd out of my dog's anus, I think to myself, this is what it means to love. (laughs) It's the tiniest poem I ever wrote. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, I have a a short poem about um, beards. it's and it's it is it actually in, involves I have a long poem about short beards. Ah, it's a it, it involves tininess too. So there's a city in your beard, rows of tiny houses filled with clever pundits whispering how to live, confusing my fingers when they dig for skin, gardening invisible bonsai. I'll keep reaching till I find your jaw, longing to rent in your ghetto. Oh, tiny, tiny poem about tiny, tiny people, tiny city in the beard. I like so, that this action figure outside is doing pull-ups on our uh, our flyer stand. I just got another kiss from Poseidon. That's what happened to me, too. So I, I actually thought I'd written the shortest poem, tiniest poem ever about 10 years ago, and then I looked it up. And it was way too long. It was like oh, man. ridiculous. Well, well, what was it? So, <laughs> so my poem was my I. Just M-Y-I. My I. That was it. That was all my poem was. And I thought, <laughs> wow, I just wrote the shortest poem on the whole planet. Nobody could beat that. So I looked it up. I'd never thought of it before. And I just it just happened to be that it came to me. So I looked up, what is the shortest poem in the world? And I thought, I've won this. I'm going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. But I'm not. 
Because somebody else wrote, <laughs> Go. G-O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. That was it. Go. Well, it doesn't involve action, and it has... Yep. Yep. Well, I'm going to write a poem that's just an explanation point. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Sure. Good on you. It says so much it says and everything. so little. <laughs> and nothing. I, yeah. She's got two. I've got the semicolon tattoo. I didn't... I didn't know this is this is one of my smallest tattoos. It's a it's not a tiny semicolon, it's a nice sized one. And I got it because I used to be a fiction writer and my work was just pregnant with semicolons because it's one of my favorite grammatical uses. It's taking two ideas that are similar and jamming them together because they shouldn't be apart, but they can't you can't really comma and them. You can't really conjunction them, but they're they need to be together in a sentence. So use semicolon. Well I found out later accidental gang tattoo this means that you tried to kill yourself like the whole semicolon well, thing pause so because you know you someone you know or love killed themselves and you want to think about the pause the pause right it's not it doesn't have to be over it can yeah. just be a pause and a change well i didn't know that so all of a sudden i'm like people are like oh are you a survivor and i'm like of what of suicide i'm like well actually i am but i didn't try to cut my wrists and they're like no 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 no, no. and then they explained it to me and i was like Oh, wow. So I have another accidental gang tattoo. When I was 19, because I was a theater major, on the back of my neck, I got um, the symbol of theater, the smiling, crying faces things. And I have it on my neck because I wanted to have my hair down because I didn't want to show my mom because I was embarrassed and I was worried. And then I find out when I'm teaching high school in Oceanside, I had my hair up one day, and one of the kids goes, oh, Benjamin, smile not cry later essay. And I was like, what? And he's like, that's a, that's a, that's a gang tattoo. That's like a symbol of the, he's like, let's smile not cry later. You're like, you're like legit, Benjamin. Like if anyone ever tries to key your car, you know I got your back. And I'm like, I hope you have my back anyways, but it's not a gang tattoo. They're like, yeah, it is. It's on your neck. So I got a lot of street cred from my class, but two accidental gang tattoos what is wrong with me i had something similar happen can't wait to see the third one because i have a because i have an anarchy sign tattoo and one person i was like east side of columbus and one person just got out of jail and was like are you part of the aryan brotherhood and i was like no this is an anarchy sign this is He's like yeah but they all have that tattoo and i'm like no i'm not affiliated that uh, whatsoever, man. Like, look at the other side. It's like a hippie He's side. Not, not <laughs> baby. Don't. It's not. What like, you think? I didn't know. I didn't think of that. I didn't think about it in a prison mind, you know. Well, and I have, I have my. I guess my third gang tattoo is the Benders gang tattoo, the one I have on my middle finger. And I went to court at one point, and I had to put. I put a bandaid around it because I'm a coward. Like, I should have just let it be like, yeah, I have a finger tattoo. But I was so worried in court that they'd be like, people with finger tattoos are dirty weirdos. And so I I hit it with a Band-Aid like a coward. We should get some tiny glasses so we can have like a tiny toast. When oh, we're tiny done. wine, tiny and toast. And then I have it, a whole setup with like a little tablecloth. I'll start making little tablecloths and we can set the table with all of our dishes and have like a little glass of. Oh, I'm going to talk at Isabella. I'm going to get all of her old Grape stuff. juice that looks like wine because there's no drinking what's here at the station. Yeah, what, right. What's the tiniest, what's the tiniest, uh, what's the tiniest tasty recipe that you've ever had? I would, I would recipe. say that, so that. 
It depends what you mean by tiny. Like tiny is in number of ingredients. Yes, number of ingredients. Um, I'm a big fan of making souffles because it's mostly technique and it's very few ingredients. It's eggs, uh, sugar, a little bit of flour, uh, and then whatever else that you want. Like I'd like to add some Grand Marnier and some, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the um, rind, the yeah, orange rind. So. Five ingredients, uh, maybe six, maybe a little salt, and then it's just about technique. So tiny soup. I, I got a good tiny recipe. It's just chickpeas, black pepper, and a little lemon squeeze that makes a great soup. Brilliant. Yeah. You just have to simmer it for a long, long time. So mine. We haven't made any tiny soups yet. That's a great idea. We can have one garbanzo bean, maybe two. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. And it, like, and we have the tiniest grater, so we could do like a lemon. We can zest do a little lemon zest on the as a garnish that's a great idea you're hired for our tiny kitchen it doesn't pay anything but you get the tiniest amount of glory uh we, we bring we spark tiny joy into tiny hearts and big big joy into big hearts tiny glory uh i remember that band i was actually at their first concert tiny glory I, it sucks that they broke up is it a tiny tattoo? I don't know. Okay, so Tiny Glory is just a name of something. It's, that sounds like a, maybe a name for a penis. <laughs> tiny Glory. And I just and you were talking about tattoos earlier, and I, I always thought the best idea for a dick tattoo would be the Latin phrase amor fati, which just means love your fate. Oh. So Tiny Glory, isn't that the first album of business dicks? No, if I'm not mistaken. It could be the last one. <laughs> it's going to be the last one. <laughs> I always, uh, I always wanted to be in a band. I wanted to, I got to sing, um, I got to pretend that I was in a tiny band. I don't know if you've ever done um, live band karaoke. I love that. I've done it El Rio. It's so good. I, like, that's the only time I've done it. It's amazing. Live band karaoke is the biz. I've done it in New York uh, at a place called Arlene's Grocery. And they've done it a couple times at Amnesia before it was sold and then resold. Um, I've never done it at... El Rio, but I heard here they have, well, everything gr is great at El Rio. Whenever they come back, please uh, frequent that beautiful establishment. But when you, you feel like a tiny rock star, when, and they follow you, like they know the song enough that even when you mess up, they make you sound good. So good. That's why I had this idea for camping, like maybe pulling off just camping or at a Burning Man or a Rainbow Gathering event where everyone who knows all these cover songs get together and they start playing songs that like most people know and you have a drunken karaoke where like everyone has some drinks so they don't care what they sound like and just everyone sings Wonderwall together. Everyone sings Wagon Wheel even though you hate that song you're like fuck it we're all drunk singing it together. Exactly. We got some nachos frying. I think this might be the last dish that we this might have. Be the last. I'm going to take... It's they're almost picture. done, and then we're going to make another little nacho plate. Uh, for Maybe we'll leave it for the vegetarians this time. <laughs> We've got all Just the little tiny meats. So my tiny recipe is for pancakes, which I make regularly. It only has three ingredients. It has the juice of one, uh, the juice of one tin of garbanzo beans, flour, and oat milk, and that's it. Are well, those even pancakes? That sounds like something way more delicious. So amazing. Like, so amazing. I Oat milk is like this thing that I've just discovered, and now I'm like, where was this my whole life? I've been using oat it flour. In Scotland. For, is it from. So I've been using oat flour forever in that. Um, this is a strange story. I used to, um, when I was. 
expect nothing less. Yeah, thank you. Uh, when, when I was uh, in high school, I, I've always enjoyed, I don't know, I have a cookie tattoo, back to the tattoos. I have a cookie tattoo on my shoulder. I've always enjoyed making cookies. I've always enjoyed Mrs. Fields. I've always been a cookie maker. It's just a thing. So in, in high school, I actually would wake up, at night I'd make a big batch of cookies, and then in the morning I'd wake up super early and I'd bake these fresh cookies and I'd bring them to school and I'd sell them at break in class. And so I would use this Mrs. Fields recipe that I kind of found and doctored together. And the trick to it is that you take the oatmeal and you turn it into oatmeal flour. And you use half oatmeal flour and half regular flour. And the purpose behind this is that oatmeal flour is gluten-free. So you can add it to your dough early and get it all really mixed in there and not worry about creating any gluten and having like a weird chewiness in your cookie. And then you just fold in your flour after. Because you really don't want to, you don't want to activate that gluten at all in a cookie. You just want it to be like, it's like when you make a pie crust. You just, you want to touch it as little as possible. Because the more you touch it, the weirder it gets. So, but with the oatmeal flour, you can really fuck with it. You can like mix it around and get it all going and put even put your chocolate chips in when that's in. And then fold in your flour and do your cookies. So I was using oat flour like you know, in 91. But I didn't figure out this oat milk thing until like six months ago. So, so that's the thing. Oh, so the end of that story is that I got in trouble at school for selling cookies. They brought me, they brought me into the principal's office and they sat me down. And the principal was like, although I appreciate your entrepreneurial spirit and your ability to make these cookies, you're taking business away from the cafeteria and we need that money and you can't do this anymore. And I was like, are you fucking, you're fucking kidding me, right? It's yeah, so, but the thing was we didn't have like a, at our school, cause it, it was Richie Pants, but they didn't, it was so Richie Pants that they didn't have any like home ec because you know, why would, why would they want to teach anybody how to do that? We're all going to college. We don't need actual life skills. Someone will, you know, whatever. So I was, I was, the, if you, why didn't they task me and be like, hey, why don't you teach a class on like, why, why not take the talent and turn it into something? And make a club, a baking club. Yeah, instead of scolding me and yeah. being like, you're a, a bad person, you're in trouble. I had a similar like entrepreneurial mindset as a child and gel pins were really big. So I had a bunch of gel pins and what I would do is I came up with these little tattoos people could get and I would draw on them these little designs and then other artists would be like, I want to be a part of your business and we would charge people like whatever they wanted, like five cents a dime to do these little tattoos. And then a teacher came up and was like, let me see those tattoos. Let me see your gel pins. I was like, okay. And then she took them. She wasn't even a teacher. She was just like kind of like an assistant for the recess or some shit. She's like, you can't do this. You can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to see you doing And I'm like, I'm trying, just trying to make some money. Like, the kids love it. Like, I love it. I switched, school, I switched schools and I tried it again. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm in a new school. They haven't told me no yet here. I even had employees that would give me a percentage of what they made. But I think that's a little less innocent than cookies, uh, you know. But gel pen tattoos, that's where it's at. I love cookies. I, I don't know. So making, making oat milk is the easiest thing on the planet. I did that during my quarantine when I got back here and I ran out of milk and there was nobody to go run for me. So oat milk, it's just oats and water. It just It's ridiculous. One quarter, a quarter the amount of, so one, one, to, five, one to four of oats to water, leave it in the fridge overnight, 
blend it in the morning and you can either drink it straight away it's a wee bit slimy or you can uh, put it through a cheese bag or a t-shirt because I only had a t-shirt just put it through a t-shirt don't use the armpit unless, <laughs> unless you want a slimy armpit when you put the t-shirt on later because you're not going to just wash it because you just strain some oat milk through it yeah, you're going to wear it you know you're going to wear it it's a clean t-shirt it's got one oat milk stain on it and might give you some street cred as well but anyway, it's for one pint, one pint of oat milk, so easy. I actually did the wrong measurements and I made four liters accidentally because I, I'm not very good at reading instructions. <laughs> so I, I did a pint and a half of oats and then made the water up. Oh, you had a lot. I had this huge pan of oat milk. It only took me two weeks to drink it. Coffee party. It's the best in coffee. I think it's the totally. best. I have it every morning. Like, substitute for... It, it, it makes it so creamy. It's like... This is the other... Here's the other weird trick. This is a thing the vegans taught me. And I was like, vegans, I don't know what's wrong with you, but... I'm a it's fine. Vegan. It's fine. I, you know what? Whatever choices people make, it's totally great, and I support it, and I'm not going to yuck your yum. I'm not going to do it. But I learned that if you can't use eggs, and you have to use a recipe, you take flaxseed... And you put it in the, you put a little water and you zoom zoom it up and it becomes this like eggy, viscousy weirdness that totally works as an egg substitute. I've done it in banana bread. I've done it in like applesauce bread and cookies in all kinds of things. And it's unbelievable. It like becomes a protein and makes things stick together. It's rad. You can also use applesauce instead of eggs for some cake recipes. So I was thinking about the thing that you said about oat milk. I know somebody who is a meat eater, but he runs like a free food kitchen where it's always vegan soup. And he uses oat milk, like he makes it, he puts it in his, to make it taste like meat. And he does the same meaty flavor. So you taste like you're getting a stew, but that's like his secret. I'm not supposed to tell people, but you guys look honest. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have forgotten this in Twitter. Thank you, Andrew Rose. Thanks for eating your poetry and eating our tiny taco. Good luck in on your on your real motorcycle. He says he'll eat my tiny taco any day. Oh, that's so that's sweet. That's the nicest thing I've heard all day. We're, well, come back next week for tinier other things. Yes. We'll have to do some tiny wieners sometime. On the yeah. Tiny oh well, that that's even easier because we just, you know, we can stick them. It's just a matter of having tiny meat and maybe putting and it making on tiny the, buns. Oh, that's gotta be. So we'll have to do something else too on the side, like maybe uh, some French fries. We'll figure it out. We're going to get some more tiny utensils and tiny things. I think this was very successful today, though. Yeah, we have four, uh, four, whole, different, dishes. four different dishes of different kinds. There's yeah. even a vegetarian dish. Even a vegetarian dish. Yep. We've we have got, a, we've got actual. It looks like a loaded tostada. We have a loaded quesadilla, loaded nachos, and just some regular nachos for the, for the vegetarian for the that's going to come through. Yeah. Well, cool. This was a super fun tiny kitchen. I think I should get a tiny taste. Tiny podcast to tell the viewers what it's like trying the tiny nachos. It's a tiny wee cigarette. Yeah, it tastes like tiny nachos. Tastes like tiny nachos. Definitely take tastes a like small amounts of cold food because tiny kids yeah. tiny tiny foods cool off faster mm. so it's perfect it if any tiny children need to try This is a good quesadilla. Yeah, I got the little cilantro. There's a little sour cream on it. There's a little bit of the tiny cheese string mm. you know you see like melty goodness I, I do someone on the internet today said that we should get a mouse and feed it and i would like to have a tiny hamster yeah if anyone wants to bring their tiny rodent here to try tiny foods we're open 
to that. But you got to take it with you. We don't. No, I don't want it. To we stay don't want here. it to stay at the state. We don't want mice in the station. But if your pet mouse wants to visit the station to eat tiny foods, ah, I just the tiny little fingers and the tiny. I love them. I would love. Bye, Andrew Rose. Here goes Andrew Rose. I wish that I could bring in a raccoon. There's some raccoons that live in this neighborhood. And one night, and I've been scolded for this, but I had an extra croissant, and I met um, a, I met a raccoon on the street here on uh, 21st Street. And so I got really low and really quiet, and I sort of tried to befriend this um, raccoon. And so I took tiny pieces of the croissant, or the croissant, and I held it out, and it was taking them from my hand, and I felt its tiny claws on my Aww. tiny fingers, and it was one of the most magical Raccoons moments. Raccoons wash their hands, so it's not that bad. It's not. But people were like, "You, you're an insane person. They carry disease." This was a nice raccoon. It didn't. It didn't at all scare me in any way. Raccoons are really good about washing up. They wash their hands. Do you know the difference between a man and a raccoon? Did you know that a raccoon can actually clean its own penis? I got. I'm gonna try this tiny tostada here. Tiny tostada. Do they? Can you imagine? I can. So now, now in my head, all I can See think of is the crunch. A, a tiny raccoon with jerking off, like a tiny little opposable thumb. This is a. Pro, I'm a problem. I'm a. I'm. A, my wow, brain is a problem. that was a delicious tiny portion. There it is, tiny foods. I think we're gonna lose weight making this show. <laughs> yeah, other cooking shows people gain weight. I think this is the one. We're controlling our portions. Exactly. This, these are tiny, tiny, tiny portions. <laughs> Very small portions. Uh, well, this has been today's Tiny Kitchen. And uh, it was really great to have Machine in the house to run the board. Uh, he's also training for his new show, Mornings with Machine, on Mondays from 8 to 10 a.m. Yes, that's right. Morning programming here at Mutiny Radio. So excited about that. Stay tuned. You can always donate uh, Mutiny Radio on Venmo if you'd like to give money. Uh, or you can just come by and donate some tiny, tiny foods. <laughs> Bring us the rest of your sandwich and we'll do something with it. A tiny, tiny cutthroat kitchen. Tiny utensils. <laughs> this would actually be good for cutthroat kitchen if they're like, you can only cook on this tiny stove. <laughs> and you have to make. Now I'm going crazy. Uh, well, cool. We'll see uh, what other music we're going to play. I think if you did Cutthroat Kitchen and um, you did use the tiny stove because they can't taste it anyway, you might just win for creativity. Yeah. If you use all the ingredients that you're supposed to and then you did it a favorite. tiny amount, like I would I would make, I would would make, vote for you for, as a winner of I, that so, contest. Someday I want to. So this is the last thing I'll talk about with this. Stuff. I was tried to get vendors to do this with counteroffer last June and I actually made the whole business proposition and I sent it to them and I was like we need to do Iron Chef at Counter Offer on a Sunday night when things are dead and we have the Counter Offer team of two like fight quote unquote another restaurant and we have and we have three like celebrity guests and everybody gets to eat and we have no idea what we're going to cook with and we're in the kitchen and I was like it'll bring in business it'll be fun we can film it we can have everyone who would be excited about that like live oh we forgot to talk about the tiny fudge we should have added the tiny fudge for the tiny display at the end yeah like it's fine though we know now that everyone knows the tiny fudge did exist yeah so I, I i made some tiny peanut butter pot fudge just tiny little itty bitties uh for dessert and and I, I mean i would just love if anyone ever brought in their tiny animal and they were okay with them eating a tiny piece of pot food <laughs> I just want to see 
I just, we're all about animal cruelty here, as long as it's entertaining. Well, no, but it's not animal cruelty. If they, I mean, if they, ha- if they don't have an endocannabinoid system, nothing's going to happen. If they do have an endocannabinoid system, then clearly they were meant for cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. I love that word. Cool. All right. Well, uh, this has been Tiny Kitchen. We'll be back another time. Thanks again to Machine. And uh, control your lives, everybody, with tiny, tiny things. Just start tiny steps. If you feel out of control, just make yourself a list that says, like, brush teeth, brush hair, take shower, wash dishes. And then when you do those tiny things in your life, just cross them out. And you'll just feel a tiny bit of accomplishment. And it'll make you feel a tiny bit of control in the life that might seem out of control right now. So... Yay! Thank you, Pam Tastic and Rachel, Rachel, for the tiny telephone, no, not tiny telephone, tiny, <laughs> tiny tot kitchen. I had something it's on. It's all been small talk, now. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that all worked out just nicely. We got an hour in there. Lovely. I'm not sure if that's playing there in the background. It is. Yeah, we'll just put a bit of um, ambient stuff. We're going to have a wee break here. Um, and then we'll be taking your call-ins tomorrow morning about mosh pits. If our first topic for Monday mornings, Monday and Monday morning. Monday morning mosh. We're going to do talk about mosh pits because they're probably going to be outlawed as of. Yeah, I think mosh wow. pits are going to be no longer, and I'm so glad to have been in every single one on the planet ever. So we'll be talking about mosh pits tomorrow. I'm so excited for your show tomorrow because I have a story about being in a mosh pit, not at Coachella. It was in Indio, but not Coachella, in 1990 with Pearl Jam. Let's do that tomorrow. And I'll tell you that story. It is it is a fun, oh boy. Oh nice one. I'm glad about that because I, I was thinking of actually doing two, two four-hour segments because I have so many stories about mosh pits. <laughs> But that's great. So we'll see you tomorrow, but we're going to have a wee break here. Uh, just to take the mics off and put the abnormal music on here, which is just going to be coming to your ears in uh, your way. It goes through your auditory canal.
just a touch of mojo hands. I'll bring it back on.
MutinyRadio.fm is where you're tuned into. Flat Black Plastic is the show.
nevertheless higher pitch.
closely.
Flat Black Plastic is a show on MutinyRadio.fm. Go to the website, donate, enjoy what you're listening to because all these sounds come from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves.
to the self-examination procedures developed by leading cancer specialists throughout the world. These exercises are completely straightforward and should be practiced by all women of all ages and ought not to take more than five to 10 minutes every 30 days. A prominent physician in New York State said that it might be wise to encourage high school and college students, girls, to start now with self-examination of the breasts high school girls. We want to add that there seems to be general agreement also that thermography, which picks up heat and radiation from the breast, is the least accurate type of screening. We want to repeat that. That thermography, which picks up heat radiation from the breast, is the least accurate type of screening. And that self-examination every month is essential for women of all ages.